but this is podcast number four. I just wanted to sit down for a few minutes and kind of continue the conversation about like what intuition means, why this podcast is called this, why it has to do with things like fitness and personal development and what that has to do with intuition and um, how that all ties together. So um, I wanted to say, though, that I've got some guests planned. These won't always be monologues. I've had one guest so far. That guest will probably be recurring. It's a close friend of mine, Jacob Morris. Um, And then I have a lot of friends, acquaintances, you know, um, people that are local to uh, my area here. I'm around Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I have a lot of people around here, whether they be entrepreneurs, um, people in the fitness industry, just friends um, who, who live, who lead interesting lives. I have uh, quite a few of those. Um, some will fit into several of those categories. But I have a lot of, you know, a lot of people that I know personally slated. I also have um, found some ways to match up, link up with other podcasters and uh, serve as a guest for them and uh, for them to join as a guest here on the Intuition Podcast. So I'm finding some ways to uh, to increase the number of guests I have on. So far, just one guest out of four podcasts. Um, and these last three have been monologues. But I want to bring more guests on. I want to um, make it more about conversations, you know, dialogues. Uh, but, you know, I can monologue every now and then too. And I have some thoughts and sometimes I need to get them out. And so, um, you know, this will serve as a good way to do that and maybe connect with some of you out there who choose to listen. So um, I wanted to keep the conversation going about intuition. And uh, so, you know, I was looking up recently an actual, um, an official definition for intuition. And uh, intuition, according to the, according to the online dictionary says the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Another one is a thing that one knows or considers likely from instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning. So, you know, intuition, I think, um, you know, in those senses, uh, the sense, the meaning, the, like uh, tying it into those definitions. So, I began a journey of personal development, of personal growth, of improvement, of repair, whatever you want to call it, two or three years ago. Um, actually, I take that back. Time passes too quickly. It's probably, uh, I guess, probably three years is fair. And um, this happened accidentally. Um, I had gone through some things that were painful in my life. And um, because of those things, I had to really look inward and to figure out where I had gotten to over the last, the the 10 years previous to that moment, those moments. Um, And in looking inward, I found myself kind of at a precipice. I was at a place where it seemed like I was about to sink or I was about to swim to be, you know, a little cliche there. Um, Came, I I came to a place in my life where I really had to face the fact that I had probably not been living in a way 
that is conducive to a good life. Just in the sense that I had um, kind of adopted a, a, a victim, a victimhood mentality, a victim mentality. And this is to say that there aren't real victims out there. Obviously, like a, a victim mentality is not just a just just a a mindset that <clears throat> takes away from the fact that some people have a victimhood mindset or a victim mindset because they truly are are victims either currently or in the past and that affects you greatly and um, is a hard thing to overcome. But I had developed a victim mentality in the sense that like things weren't going so well for me and increasingly so, you know, personally, professionally and family relationships and friendships and professional, um, you know, uh, circumstances and professional relationships like I had kind of become this version of myself that I didn't know and that I didn't like very much, but that I hadn't realized until a certain point that I didn't like very much. And this version of myself that I'd become wasn't serving me very well in really any way, any ways, in any ways at all. And so this brought me to kind of a breaking point in that some things, well, for years, many things that I had gone through, I had blamed on either other people or circumstances, anything but, you know, choices and, um, uh, you know, just personal decisions that I had made that had led me um, to <laughs> these poor, these, these bad circumstances. And It was because of personal decisions, it was because of personal choices I had made that I had come to the place where these very difficult and painful things had um, transpired in my life. And uh, when those things happened, I basically became defeated. You know, I was kind of devastated personally. And just wasn't really at the time capable of dealing with the things that had happened in my life. And I realized this, I guess at the, at the time I didn't realize this, but over time I've come to realize this fact. And in a matter of three years time, I've changed in ways that are significant. And looking back, I can't now recognize that person I had become. And really, in a way, I mean, I've changed a lot and become this version of myself that is becoming better. Um, You know, although that's a big change from where I was, say, three years ago, to use the example that um, I have uh, have, I've referenced here. um, I really haven't truly changed in as much as I've kind of found myself again. Because I really think what's happening in this new version or this version of myself that I'm connecting with now is that it's the version of myself that I knew prior to the developments in my life that had um, really affected me negatively. And by developments, you know, I really mean behaviors, choices, decisions, like I've said, 
um, that really, and, and, and this blindness to myself that wouldn't allow me to recognize that these problems that were building really in my life over time were caused by none other than me. Almost every difficult circumstance I had found myself in at that point in my life about three years ago and, and, and the 10 years prior to that really, because this was a developing situation, but um, almost all the circumstances I had found myself in at that point were self-induced, self-inflicted. And I realized that I'd come to this point. Um, I didn't realize it. Uh, I keep saying that, but I realize now, looking back, that I'd come to this point. But to be here where I am today, um, in having made the decision to improve rather than to destroy, because that's kind of the decision I had had been faced with. Is like, is this is are these things these ultimate things the, the worst things that happened at the end of this ten year period before I decided to turn things around? Um, are these things going to be the end of me? Are they going to destroy me? Or am I going to find my way out? And <laughs> I was faced with that decision without really knowing I was faced with that decision because I can only recognize these things now having, uh, quote unquote, you know, escaped, if you will, um, the situation I was in, the circumstance that I had brought myself to um, some three three years ago. Um, I didn't recognize anything about it then, or the fact that I was even at this precipice. Um, looking back, and this is going to tie, you know, more into the intuition part of this, 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 um, this backstory that I'm sharing, um, because <laughs> it's very much a product of intuition that I found myself on, uh, the end of making the right choice in that being to, to change, to change for the better. But at the time that I needed to change the most, I didn't realize it. It's very, very much fortune or destiny or, you know, whatever you might, fate that you might like to call it, that I think I made the choice to change things for the better. Because at the time, I didn't know. At the time, I was still very much um, still kind of trapped in a self-destructive uh, cycle of behaviors um, and was still blind. Even after these terrible things that were, you know, the, the precipice, the, the cliff, um, even though these things had shaken me up, you know, <laughs> very considerably so, um, they still didn't bring me to a realization yet. The realization came later. But it was through, I think, really, ultimately, if there's anything that I can look at and, and say was the cause of me deciding for the better change um, instead of the self-destruction to go further and really ultimate self-destruction, I think, probably. Um, but the thing that has led me to this change for the better is really by following intuition, by connecting with my intuition. Now, you know, that's one way to say it. I mean, I think 
this means, many things, including spiritual things, um, something that I denied myself of for the 10 years prior, um, uh, to, you know, I denied myself the, I guess, um, belief that there are spiritual forces and that they do work in our lives and if we allow them and they can work and there are spiritual forces that work negatively in our lives but um it was these positive spiritual forces i think um that guided me through my intuition and you know there's a lot of ways that you could think about things like that and whatever way you choose to define that is is up to you ultimately for me i mean I would call it God. I, I believe in God. I didn't for a long time, but I can say now that I do. And that a relationship with God is something I'm practicing um, uh, intentionally. And that God and our intuition aren't necessarily probably separate things as far as my perspective goes. Um, but so there's a lot that I could talk about when it comes to that alone. That's a whole podcast, that subject alone. And it might get touched on here. It might not. I really don't know. I, I kind of let this um, whole monologue thing just kind of flow and go where it goes. So what I include and what I don't, I'm not even sure yet. This is all very much impromptu as I speak. Um, but so, you know, an intuition guided me. And fortunately, that intuition, uh, probably because of some, some subconscious ability I had to allow it to come to the forefront, um, but that intuition has led me to this moment now. Very much so. It has led me to this moment now to be sitting here on this podcast. And the, I think the reason it's led me here is because it's helped me to remember that in order to live a good life, you should try in some way to help others. That's a big part of the philosophy that I'm following now, which I've come to intuitively. And then, like so many other things in, in, in my, you know, my, my progress that I've made and found is that, um, it's like I have this ideology or philosophy that develops around an idea. And then, and, 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 I, and I come to that intuitively first. And I'm sure there are lots of people who might listen to this um, who might be able to say they can relate to this without ever having like really thought it through or defined it for themselves. But it's like I, I come to these ideologies, these philosophies that, um, I kind of like become attracted to and pick up on as something as valuable um, for my life. And then I realize after already beginning to implement them intuitively that, you know, they have a definition. Uh, they're, they're defined and not only are they defined, but they're, you know, well-developed by people who've thought about and experienced these things long, long, long before I did. And I'm finding that others experience these things in very, you know, similar ways or the same ways. And it's not something we always discuss um, or even seek to understand. And I also think that a lot of people don't 
allow the development of these things in their lives just through, you know, kind of a mental block and just kind of a, um, a loss of imagination, if you will, because adulthood, you know, can really kind of uh, be very res- restrictive to our spirits and our imagination. And we drift away from it and we forget how to connect with it. But I found these ideas, I would find these ideas over time, and then I would realize how it tied together into a much more formed and kind of um, uh, known system or philosophy or whatever you want to call it. You know, one of those things is stoicism. Um, and this is a thing that I, I, I became led to intuitively. And then through just, you know, through just trying to understand better how I was, how, what I was experiencing, I would just find, sometimes randomly find or stumble upon what it was that I was actually, you know, um, that, that what it, it is that I was experiencing through, um, just kind of, a you know, and who's to say that these things aren't informed by just experiences throughout our lives and things we've been exposed to. I don't know. And maybe, you know, that's kind of what intuition too is, is, is the, is the, um, guidance of memories that we have memories that we don't even remember that we have. But all I know is that, you know, I started latching onto some things. One of those things was fitness and another was stoicism. Um, and, and not to say that people don't have, you know, that fitness is an ideology that I didn't realize other people shared. And that's, you know, a more common one. But like stoicism, like I began um, realizing that I needed things that were part of a system called stoicism in order to cope with experiences or, you know, circumstances that I was um, encountering in my life. Um, but I didn't. I didn't know it was called stoicism. I didn't know there were people like uh, 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 Marcus Aurelius who um, had written extensively, and you know Zeno and other people um, that you know, thousands of years ago, two two thousand years ago, and and more. Um, they had defined these very intuitive human principles. I think. Um, in order to kind of understand that intuitive process better and put those down, you know, in writing and, 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 and pass those down um, to from those so many thousand years ago down to down to us even here in 2000 and now 23. Um, but they had d- began defining those things that they had experienced probably very much intuitively the same way I found them before knowing what they were. Um, and, and, and putting those things into like a, a formed system um, and being able from there to develop because, you know, you have to kind of like uh, embrace something and uh, work to understand it in order to develop it to be better. But we can experience in a very rudimentary way, just, just instinctively, just intuitively. And that's how I kind of found stoicism. And then I realized what, what it meant, you know, to kind of... Um, be able to just kind of tap into our human ability to endure and the tools that we have at our disposal to do that. And then the understanding of those tools so that we can implement those 
like uh, routinely to do things like, you know, cope with stress, cope with situations, cope with um, events in our lives that we're all going to face. Stresses every day, every day, day in and day out stresses, Um, the stresses of loss, of, you know, relationship problems, of financial hardship, of fears that we all face um, because of just the world around us. Um, And being able to like look at those things and recognize those things as ordinary and not to recognize those things as just terrible things that have happened to us. And it it, kind of can feel like it just happens to us. But we we begin to recognize, Stoicism allows, uh, this, this system of thinking allows us to recognize those things as ordinary. And rather than to live with a mentality that avoidance of those things is the way to have a happy life. It tells us that embracing those things as a natural human experience that we all go through uh, and, and to even be, even begin to learn gratitude about experiencing those things and recognizing those things as ways to uh, work through them in order to experience growth because working through the, of those difficult things leads us to, um, you know, it leads us to personal growth in the sense that we become, you know, more developed, more able to, um, to thrive and to expand, if you will, as a person. Um, and what we're capable of doing. And that's kind of what stoicism is. To recognize these difficult events throughout our life, whether they be daily and, and difficult on a minor level, or, you know, these uh, uh, these handful of events that's going to happen to us all, personal loss, you know, of, of, of loved ones, um, and other things that um, happen to us all, um, to recognize those things as normal, to recognize those things as very common and very human. Um, and to even be able to kind of uh, connect ourselves in a sense to others uh, in, in like, you know, in the, uh, in the sense of that, like, we're all in this together, which is a very powerful, you know, I think it's, that's used sometimes nefariously to try to group us together in for intentions that aren't, you know, wholly pure, but, um, you know, Regardless of that, it's still very powerful to know that there are these experiences, these difficult or joyous experiences that we all like experience as a community of human beings. And that's kind of what stoicism begins to teach you um, and that you can learn to develop through 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 understanding and 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 and. Uh, studying stoicism and the, the stoic philosophers and then, you know actively applying those things that you learn in your life you can you can um you know you can develop and you can grow in those ways because i mean you can do that without understanding the philosophy but understanding the philosophy really allows you to advance that a lot in ways that you might not come to or come to as quickly if you just um are doing this completely instinctively. So for me, like the intuition in that sense, when it came to something like stoicism, it was like intuitive first and then more like practiced and studied later. Um, And that's a way that intuition can work. But another way that intuition is working and that I find that, you know, um, I'm connected to other people 
with in this sense as well is through things like fitness and nutrition. Because I'm finding very much that connecting with ourselves physically is a very intuitive process. And that our body informs us of what's good for us and what isn't. But that a lot of us have lost that connection. That connection with our, to, to ourselves to be able to listen to our body and to be guided by that intuition, the intuition that you know, our, uh, the the intuition that occurs when we start to um, when we start when we start to embrace this this system that we are, and in in regards to the fact that our mind and our body, our physical bodies, are very much connected in the ability to communicate with each other. In very subtle terms that you have to, you know, learn to learn to learn to listen to, learn to hear, but they connect. They connect, and maybe it's not so subtle. Maybe we're just very disconnected from it. But they connect, and you can, and you can begin to become more in tune with those connections, and and to learn what your body is saying to you, and to use your mind to recognize those signals. And then to implement things in your life that will <clears throat> that will increase your health. They will increase your physical health, your mental health, the way you feel, the way you think. Like these things can be greatly influenced and you can receive great benefit by practicing fitness and through fitness to become what a strengthen actually that connection between your mind and your body fitness is an incredible way to do that and by fitness i mean all kinds of practices it doesn't have to be just one thing um you know through practicing cardio on a regular basis cardio is a great way for me to kind of connect with my intuition because i really get into a very internal space where the 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 external world is kind of shut out and I'm in my zone, I'm in my mind, I'm in my flow state. And that's a very intuitive place to be. And, you know, creative juices start flowing more. Um, your, uh, your thought processes start flowing more during cardio. And it's one of my, actually through fitness, it's one of my favorite ways to connect with those intuitive powers that we have. And that's how, you know, my podcast is about fitness and it's about intuition as well. They are very closely tied together from my experience. I think with intuition, a lot of people find it and experience it in different ways and probably through different means. But for me, and and I think for a great percentage of other people, fitness is a great way to do that, whether they've realized it yet or found that yet or not. And part of the reasoning behind my podcast is to share this with others so they can begin to like maybe think about these things too and find a good way to develop their own intuition, which I think is beneficial for our lives no matter how you look at it and no matter how you find it. So that's a big purpose for this podcast, one of the greatest purposes for this podcast, because like I said, in, in my philosophy that I've adopted, I want to help others. That's an important part of my philosophy, um, because I think to help ourselves, we need to help others. And I think in helping ourselves, we help others too. This is like a, 
you know, um, this is like, like an, uh, I don't know, an interconnected kind of process that happens. You, you improve yourself, others around you benefit from that. Others around you also see the improvements that you've made. They witness how you're doing it and they start to be open-minded to adopting those things as well. Now, if I could reach a much broader audience than, you know, my immediate family, the people in my household, the people I work with, the, you know, just in my personal sphere, if I can connect to a broader audience to help share some of these ideas and that broader audience can maybe some of those, um, people, uh, uh, start to understand their intuitive, um, uh, I don't know, intuitive powers or, intuitive parts of themselves better then you know that's even a greater help to others which is one of the reasons why one of the big reasons why i'm here recording myself at all um but fitness for me personally and i think for many people either it is or it could be is a great way to connect with the intuitive parts of yourself because it really initiates these states, you know, flow state is one um, of the things that I try to practice routinely if I can. I mean, it's something that you have to f- find ways to get into. It's some way, it's, it's something that some sometimes you get into without trying. That's how I found it. That's how I experienced it the, the first times. And then, you know, it's something you can learn to induce, a state that you can learn to induce. Um, but that's one of the things that there are several fitness, um, you know, methodologies or, uh, modalities that cardio being one of them, that when I practice those, I get into flow states. Cardio is maybe the best one I've found for that, but then there are states of stress, you know, and that's what the, the, the challenging of yourself through, you know, progressive, fitness routines um that that progressive meaning they become progressively harder over time so that you can stay challenged but that challenging of yourself physically and the stress state that that induces the, the intentionally induced stress state is also an amazing um practice for becoming more connected with ourselves intuitively because ultimately I think intuitive has like a mental aspect, an aspect of the mind, if you will, the imagination, whatever you want to call it, um, and a physical aspect. So in the way that the mind connects to the body, because if if we're going to be intuitive, we have to be able to listen to our bodies. And if we've lost that connection or that, 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 that sense that we have to be able to understand what our body is trying to tell us, um, if we've lost that connection, then physical fitness is a great way to become in better tune with your body again. Because I think we all had that at some point in our lives uh, in youth. And I think most of us, if we're not in tune with that now, we have the ability to still have that, but we've, we've become disconnected with it. Physical fitness is a great way to reconnect with yourself. Um, and to and to really fortify that bond that your mind has with your physical body. Now, and you know, an example of that is I practiced. So I recently changed to all calisthenics. That's not, you know, I won't go off on that tangent just yet. 
but I'm loving it so far. I'm really excited about the change. I'm really excited about the decision. I had a lot of reservations at first, even since podcast three, where I said that I'd be doing that and made a commitment to it. I still have reservations all the time because I like lifting weights. I like um, that, you know, impetus that weights provide and that kind of stress, that heavy feeling even like that idea of bodybuilding and growing bigger and looking more imposing like that's interesting to me it might not be to you but it, but it is to me in ways i'm going to find ways to do that i'm not that i'm going to find but there's the same ways to do that through calisthenics but what i really wanted to do is increase my physical activity and like adding weights and doing the reps you need to do to you know um to induce enough stress to change your body um, that's kind of like real efficient. It's a real efficient way to train because, you know, you need less volume, you need less frequency when you, when you stress yourself more with the heavier weight. But what I wanted to do was increase the amount of movement that I'm experiencing, not be efficient. You know, I'm working towards like reps, um, in a full workout, up to like 500 or and more hopefully but that's my first goal my my well that's my first major goal the first step stone if you will uh to that goal is 250 rep workouts so like that would be a workout where and here I am on the tangent I said I wouldn't get but that that would be a workout where like um you know if it's a upper body push workout right now my upper body push workouts are including push-ups of, you know, standard kind or various kinds that can, you know, sometimes I'm changing up within the workout from, you know, standard push-ups to wide push-ups to diamond push-ups, just things like that. But it's push-ups typically right now standard. Um, and in addition to that, it's pike push-ups, it's bar dips, and it's handstands. The, that's the, that's the bulk of my upper body push day with calisthenics right now. Um, and I'm in about the 100 to 150. Uh, on my upper body push days, probably I'm in about the 200 rep range. So I said all that to say this, my first minor goal. And when I, sorry, I want to be, I want, I, I get ahead of myself and I want to be descriptive here. Um, when I say 200, 200 to 250 reps, um, I mean of each exercise during a full workout. So that would be if I'm doing 200, I'm doing 200 of everything, 200 um, push-ups, 200 pike push-ups. That's my goal. I'm not there yet on pike push-ups. They're new to me. 200 bar dips. I that I that that's a minor goal that I'm working to approach. And then. Uh, and on, on handstands right now, they're just timed. I don't know that I'll get to 200 reps on handstand push-ups, but my goal is to work up to handstand push-ups. And then, I, you know what? I will get to 200 reps on those too. Um, I want to. During a workout, not during a set, <laughs> obviously. But, you know, I'm working towards um, long um, high volume, high volume workouts with calisthenics because I want to increase the movement because I want to increase 
that that connection that my mind has to my body and that happens for me a lot that develops that connection a lot through movement and through learning movement and their forms and their strict forms in order to you know increase my um communication with my body the the communication between my mind and my body because movement and learning um these patterns of movement that you use like say for instance in calisthenics that teaches my mind to connect with my body it teaches it to connect with my body and to think about the parts of my body that i'm working and to connect with them very directly and that is an extremely powerful practice that comes like my knowledge of it initially comes from bodybuilding but it's applied to any any kind of like fitness routine whether it be you know like bodybuilding kettlebell programming calisthenics um <laughs> zumba whatever it is you want to do to move yourself like you know learning movements and learning forms and learning patterns and and and, and learning repetitive patterns that um, have several parts to them and you have to learn those in sequences and you know learning to jump rope learning to do different um, exercises or moves on jump rope and then improving that over time like all these things help us to remember that connection between our mind and our body and so fitness in my opinion is very um, well you know in my experience I don't want to call it an opinion in my experience this is very much a realization for me that I that I don't question at all. Fitness is an intuitive practice. It's intuitive in the sense that intuition has a lot to do with the way our mind and our bodies connect and the way they talk with each other and the way we experience that and the way, you know, that extends outward from us into the way that we are in the world. That's a very intuitive process. That's a very intuitive practice and that's a lot of what intuition means in this podcast being called intuition and uh, I practiced fitness first and then began to understand how it ties to intuition and what that means like for me and what I think that could mean for others and what I want to share on this podcast so that's a lot about what intuition means and that connection between mind and body. Uh, what, that's a lot about what intuition means for me and for this podcast and why it's called that. Um, so, yeah. So, there's that. Um, intuition. Another practice that I've found very powerful and very beneficial in regards to it becoming more intuitive is applying intuition to my approach to food so by that what i mean is <clears throat> that over time through all these various factors that i think add up to into it to intuition which are memories experiences throughout our lives our connection between mind and body our spiritual guide like all these things like it's our environment that really equates to intuition and food it can be a big food is a big part of that 
and probably always has been a big part of that. But our body, if we listen to it, will tell us what it needs, what it needs nutritionally. It will tell us what it needs nutritionally. Intuitively, over time, by becoming more connected with my body and then by listening to those connections with a greater focus, I have learned what makes my body feel good dietarily and nutritionally. I have learned what doesn't make my body feel good dietarily and nutritionally. And like anybody could say they know when they eat certain things and then they feel bad. I mean, yes, if we're disconnected with that sense that we have about food, it's not probably a complete disconnect. It's just it's very dull. The connection is very dull compared to the way it can be very sharp and powerful. Um, Because I very much know what food choices mean for me now and how they can benefit me in my life, like how they can help me perform, how they can help me perform professionally, how they can help me perform physically in my workouts. And just basically my body signals to tell me what's healthy for me and what isn't. And I've listened to that very closely and I've come to the very, very, it's a very limited diet. And I find that very, very much, just like I find routine, very liberating, very freeing. I find practicing a very limited diet is very freeing and liberating as well because I have I might have much fewer choices to make with food. I know they're all good ones that are going to serve me as I progress in my life and in all the things that I want to progress in in my life. And it's very easy to plan my diet. It's very be- easy to be flexible in it. I have a very limited choice of things that I that I work within when it comes to choices in nutrition. And I love it that way. And these choices that I've narrowed down to and the flexibility I have with them have formed intuitively. It took practicing of diet and nutrition over time and growing discipline with it because you have to be very disciplined because trust me, the ones that serve me best are not the only ones I want. They're just the only ones I give myself. And I still make mistakes with that sometimes. But what I mean is like, you know, shit, I still love cake. I fucking love Oreo cookies. And you'll notice like the swearing came out because like that's how powerful food is. Like I, it's an easy thing to be impassioned about. God, cookies and milk, a warm chocolate chip cookie. Oh, Jesus. Like, um, you know, uh, uh, a Reese's cup. <laughs> I could go on for longer than this podcast would allow, but I love junk food. I grew up on junk food. So I'm very much a product of the 1980s. I was born in 1978. I grew up on McDonald's. Maybe it's just nostalgia, but I grew up on McDonald's when McDonald's was good. I think it's not, you know, uh, I think it's not the same thing that it was when I was a child in the early 1980s. And you drove through the drive-thru, you know, after a day of school and your mom picked you up after work and she's like hey we're gonna we're gonna grab some mcdonald's and it was magical when i was six years old i mean it was we only had one or two in town and i lived in a fairly large town near cincinnati ohio we only had one or two in town and just pulling up to those things was magical for us and i don't know 
it was a different experience for me then than fast food is now. Either way, it probably wasn't good for me then, and I know it isn't good for me now. But I still love those things. Um, I still would love to enjoy them, but I know the consequences of doing that. I mean, I, I understand those much better now. And through growing, through building discipline and through intuition, guiding me on a path to find the information I needed, I have found out so much about diet and nutrition that I didn't know. And once you know, then it's much harder to deny, right? It's much harder to, like, nobody, nobody doesn't know that cake is bad for you on, a, you know, a, it, it, if it's a regular item on the menu, which it was for me, junk food was a regular, it's so regular, it was a daily regular item on the junk food, but nobody doesn't know that that's bad for you, but why and how it's bad for you, it's a different thing, and but becoming, you know, familiarized with that when it comes to lots and lots of foods is a very much um, kind of sobering, um, kind of sobering realization. And then if you're wise, you begin to make changes. And that's where my intuition led me. So like it kind of started with fitness and I didn't care that much about how or what I ate. And then I learned like in order to, you know, look better, like the fitness is important, but then you have to like pair it with a, a good diet, a quote unquote good diet. Not a diet that's good, but a diet that served the purpose of looking better, right? That could be all chicken and rice, which might not might not be a terrible diet because I actually think a less varied diet might be better for us. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's something else. Like you could eat a really crappy diet and keep your calories low and fall within a, like a, a reasonable macro, macronutrient profile and you could look great. You could look great, but you wouldn't necessarily be healthy. And so um, it began as wanting to look better and learning like learning diet um, tricks to kind of like um, induce that a little more to pair the diet with the physical fitness and to get my body looking better, you know, to get my body changed. And physically I was able to change, but then I had other issues. You know, there were skin issues and different hair issues. I had hair issues. I had, um, you know, uh, there were there were other side effects from a poor diet, even though I had learned to manipulate my diet in a way that led to better physical fitness and physical appearance. Um, and then over time, learning those practices, which may have not been conducive to better health, but they were conducive to better fitness, which in, in a way, I guess, could lead to some degree of better health, but like to really get, uh, really get, I guess, focused on that, like the better, like a holistic approach to diet that isn't just about looking better, you will look better. You take a healthy diet, you will look better with or without fitness. You'll look better than you do if you don't practice a healthy diet, but uh, it still serves that purpose is, is my point. Um, but it also serves the purpose of just improving you throughout, throughout my professional development is so much better. I've come leaps and bounds in a two-year period 
through, you know, practicing fitness, practicing better eating, just from those two factors alone, I've come so far professionally. I have a new job in a new industry that I did not have a resume for that I landed last May that I know is directly influenced by choices I had made to better myself prior to the opportunity presenting itself in my life. This is all to me very intuitive. Like I wanted to get better professionally. I didn't necessarily have a plan for it, but I just started doing shit that bettered me. Whether, you know, even though it'd be outside a professional aspect of my life and my professional life got better. That to me is intuitive. That to me is intuitive. And one of the ways that it means intuition for me to practice fitness, to practice diet. But so, you know, to get back on the point of diet over time, you know, I'd learn to look better and I'd learn to utilize my diet, manipulate my diet in ways that help with that. But then that just in roundabout ways taught me a little bit about choices when it came to health and what was actually healthy for me and still served the purposes of uh, improving performance, improving fitness, improving, you know, aesthetics when it came to my physique. And then I found that, you know, you can serve all the purposes with a great diet that does everything for you. And through that, I practiced different dietary approaches, different you know, systems of dieting. Um, and I learned how to do things like become fat adaptive. I learned how to extend that fat, that practice of fat adaptation over a long period of time, and then um, incorporate flexibility with having like healthy carb days and things like that. And all this stuff is basic stuff. Like it's not, I'm not telling you that my intuition led me to things that no one's ever experienced before. But what I'm telling you is the the discovery of these things in order to implement them came to me intuitively in the sense that like there's a guide that we have and if you follow it, it will take you where it needs to go. If you're listening to this podcast right now and if you're finding some things that maybe you were looking for that you didn't know you were looking for even or, or you didn't know where to begin in finding the information because these things are complicated, right? Even though they're simple, they're complicated when we don't know them yet because we don't know where to find them. Um. But if you're finding yourself here and you're listening to this and you're finding things that resonate with you, you're hearing things that resonate with you, then maybe it was some intuition that led you down a path that got you here. And maybe this will lead you down other paths. And that's intuition to me. That's what this podcast means by intuition. And I know I keep saying that over and over, but I think it's kind of um, probably not fully understood if you see me and you see the, the podcast and you see that it's about intuition, like what does that have to do with fitness? What does that have to do with the way you eat? What does that have to, to do with the way you develop personally or grow personally, like in like some kind of self-help or self-betterment program? Like it is very intuitive. Where you are led in your life, where you end up is not all choice. It's not all choice. Some of it is just you know, luck. You can call it luck. You can call it luck all you want. But I don't necessarily believe anymore in luck. I think that 
we have an inner guide. I think that God speaks to us. That's how I define it. You could call it an inner guide. You can call it the universe. I don't think any of those things are in opposition to each other. I think that this world is experienced by us in a very spiritual way. And we can define that however we want, but we're all talking about the same thing. I do believe that. I do believe that. And uh, I mean, and that's what I call intuition. That's what I call intuition. And that's why I wanted to reach out and connect with other people. I've done that. I've connected with my intuition through fitness. You can too. I do. I want to share it here and hopefully others can find that. You can connect to your intuition more through practicing discipline with food. Through practicing, and I'm going to share everything I eat, the very, the very limited selection of things that I eat, how much I love eating that way on a regular basis, day in and day out. I could, I could do this for the rest of time and be happy. I love it. My diet's delicious. I'm happy with it every single day. Yours may look different from mine, but you can find it and you can, you can use an intuitive guide to find that, like learn about yourself, connect with yourself again and find that and embrace it and feel so good. I feel so good that I want to share how good I feel with other people because I want other people to feel as good as I do. Diet is one of the ways you can do that. Fitness is one of the ways you can do that. Um, I'm going to share every supplement that I use. I found them all intuitively in the sense that I let myself be led to kind of what works for me. You can do that for you. I can tell you what's working for me. It's very, very simple. One thing that I want to say, and I hope enough people have listened to this podcast to get to this point to hear this. You don't need a lot of shit. You don't need a lot of foods. You don't need a complicated and super varied diet. You can have a simple diet that works well for your life, for your work, for your busy life with your kids. We have four kids. We have two dogs. We both have full-time jobs. My wife and I, that I'm referring to here. And... um we practice fitness every day. We practice things like cold exposure. We're about to uh, add yoga in. Um, we practice a regimented diet. Like with the kids are uh, adopting better dietary practices through us. They want to develop routines. Like it's amazing. No one's too busy to do it. All you have to do is, is, is become more connected with yourself. Start somewhere. Start moving. Start thinking about how you eat. And then allow your intuition to guide you on your path. All you have to do is set your feet moving. And your intuition can guide you on your path. It can. It truly can. This is a real. This is real. And there's so much about it that I want to share more of. There's so much about it that I want to talk about with other people and let you hear their conversations. There's so much about it. But all these things that I'm doing, they're developing my intuition. My intuition is growing stronger. And the more it grows, the more I want to share it. The more I want to share it with everybody around me, with everybody who will listen. And that's what's inspired me to do this podcast. That's what intuition is for me. I'm going to do a podcast about, and I need to write these things after this because a lot of this stuff starts happening when I start flowing. But I'm going to do a podcast about everything I eat I'll make that the next podcast. Everything I eat, how I practice, uh, the, to the best of my ability, I'll share with you because it's very intuitive. It's very flexible. It's very adaptable. That's what intuition is. It's like, I don't need to practice some list of things that I have to do. I do practice routines that are non-negotiable. I do practice things that are like, that are like, um, um, 
uh, a set of steps that I do every day, like a morning routine, like, and I keep this very regimented because it keeps me on track. So it's not that I don't do that, but also I've learned ways to intuitively practice flexibility so that in my busy life, I can always adjust and find a way to keep my routine, to keep my um, guidelines, to keep my progress, to keep my flow in my life with all the things I'm doing so I get them all included in a way that works for me, that works for my loved ones, that works for everyone around me. And people around me are benefiting from it too. And they're, they're, they're changing their lives too. And it's amazing. It's amazing. It's intuitive practice. But I'm going to practice to the best of my ability how and what I eat, how I practice flexibility with that. And the very few supplements I use, they're very, very simple. You'll be surprised at how simple they are. I don't know if you'll be surprised or not. Maybe you won't think that what I do is right for you. All I'm saying is I'll practice, I'll share what I practice so that others can latch on. But I think anybody could, 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 could use what I use and, and find a lot of benefit. And they could adapt it a little bit intuitively for themselves. Everything is intuitive. Everything's intuitive. So I think like for today, I'm on about an hour. Some of this is better than other parts, but I got something down. And I think this is a good place to stop. We're about to have dinner with the family. I've been excited all day. I've had a great day at work. I thought it'd be a good day to sit down. I'm a little late. You know, I didn't, this is Wednesday. I hadn't, I didn't make a podcast on Sunday. It'll probably be like Thursday or Friday before I'm getting this one up. And then I'm going to make another one on Sunday, but my next one will be about food and supplements. And I'll go, you know, into detail there and try not to get off on too many tangents. It's a thing I do. And probably going to, it's probably a thing that's going to be part of this podcast, but you know, I think they're valuable. They're my thoughts and I'm sharing them. And that's exactly what I wanted in a podcast is to share my thoughts. That's a hundred percent what I'm doing here and why I'm here. And my thoughts around the things that I've developed in my life around intuition and how that ties into fitness, personal development, professional development, diet and nutrition. These things are so valuable for me in my life. And I want to give them to you too. If you don't, if you already have them, I want to share with you. I want to share what you do. I want to share what I do. I want to share how those things differ and how they work for you and how they work for me and how, you know, (laughs) never the twain shall meet. But I want to share with like-minded people. That's what I want to do. And I want to share with people who haven't found this yet. As listeners, if you find this as a listener and it moves you to change something for the better in your life, I want you to have that. And it's important to me to connect with people that way and to help other people. I want to find more ways each and every day to help other people because I think that's a man's purpose in his life and I want to live with purpose. That's what this podcast is about. So look out for the next podcast. What I'm saying is that one will be out like, you know, four will come out and then the next one will be about food and supplements and the different ways that I have found those things intuitively and um, implemented, you know, intuitive, intuitively practices in my life around those and how I adjust those all the time and how it works so well for me and could work for others too. Um, that's going to be it. If you're here, if you've listened to this whole thing, God bless you. Um, there's so much I want to share, man, about my feelings on God. My, and it, that all tie, that ties to fitness, that ties to diet nutrition. Like all this stuff is connected. It it really, really is. It's a philosophy that I'm developing. And, um, you know, all my thoughts on, um, (laughs) uh, on things like what's real, what isn't, what we should be focused on, what we shouldn't, 
like my thoughts on the Stoic philosophy and what I'm learning with that and how I'm implementing it and how I'm failing at it and how I keep moving. My thoughts on Christianity, my connection to my connection to, uh, you know, I'm a Christian. That's my personal choice. And I, I think anyone can make a personal choice to follow God their intuition, their spirituality, the universe, all these things, whatever you want to call them, to follow that in a powerful way in their lives. And it doesn't have to be defined. I don't think it has to be defined in any one particular way. Um, another person who's a Christian might say that's evil. There are things in the Bible that say that, you know, um, Christ is the only way. And I think that he is, however, I think the Bible's been translated a bunch of times and who knows what it actually held. And I have to follow my intuition. My intuition tells me that love is love. Love is love in the sense of love from God to us and our connection between, you know, what we think is real here and what that is. And, you know, practicing that in some way and honing that and developing that in some way in our lives. That's what I think God is. That's what I think God is. For me, I practice it through Christianity. I enjoy and embrace that philosophy. It's part of my life from birth, and I haven't always embraced it. I I rejected it for a very long time, but there's a lot of thoughts I have on that, and then I'll share here. They can tie into fitness. They can tie into diet and nutrition. It all, I mean, it, it can, it can. I could mention a bunch of ways. I'd get probably on another tangent, and this podcast will get even longer. But there are lots of ways that it all ties together. And I just want to make each podcast about that. And maybe through listening, others will connect and relate. If you've gotten this far, God bless you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Please continue to listen. Reach out to me. Um, I'll probably change the email address for this podcast soon. Um, but for now it's Quentin MC one at iCloud.com. Um, Q U E N T I N M C like Quentin McNabb, Q U E N T I N M C the number one at iCloud.com. Reach out to me, man. If you're listening, you know, I don't even know how this thing works exactly. Maybe, maybe from the podcast webpage, there's a link to contact me. And I know, you know, that's the email address that's linked. Actually, I won't change it now because I'm just going to keep it to that one and people will know how to reach me. If you're listening, if you've listened, if you found something meaningful to you, reach out to me by email. Tell me who you are. Tell me what you found. And, you know, over time, I'll do my best to communicate with everyone who communicates with me because I'd love to know I'm reaching people. I'd love to know it. But, um, you know, I'm going to end this one here. There'll be another one this weekend. So within a couple days, I'll have podcast episode five up. I did this one only as audio. That might continue for a while. If I find the chance to do it as video, I will. But my house is busy. It's, it's hard for me to find a space to do that in. So if I have to just as audio, we'll do it like that. But the podcast will go up. You know, there'll be another one in a couple of days. It'll be on diet, on intuition, on nutrition, and on... Um, yeah, there was another thing. Oh, supplementation. And on supplementation, that'll be the next one. Look out for that one. I can't wait to talk again. I'm still anxious every time. It's time to talk. And I'll talk myself out of doing them because I'll think that I don't have enough to say. But man, here it is. I've said it. And I put it down. And I'll keep putting these down. I'm not going to quit. My calisthenics are going great. There will be another podcast about that soon. Um, and I'll share my progress with that. It's amazing. Calisthenics is such a beautiful and great approach to fitness. I'll share about that. Food 
and supplementation coming next, calisthenics coming soon. Thank you for listening. Take care.